Good morning for Tuesday, November 7th, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Air Force Air allowed gunmen to buy weapons. One minute they were praying, the next eight were dead. In today's national headlines, help via Utah for a Russian oligarch and his private jet. Attack on senator attributed to landscaping dispute and justices allow execution of killer who forgot his crime. In this morning's business headlines, hedge funds push Bitcoin price to new highs, Republican plan would raise taxes on millions, and in race to get bigger, Disney eyes 21st Century Fox. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Air Force Air allowed gunmen to buy weapons. Reported from Sutherland Springs, Texas, by the editors of the New York Times. A day after a gunman massacred parishioners in a small Texas church, the Air Force admitted on Monday that it had failed to enter the man's domestic violence court-martial into a federal database that could have blocked him from buying the rifle he used to kill 26 people. The conviction of the gunman, Devin P. Kelly, for domestic assault on his wife and infant stepson, he had cracked the child's skull, should have stopped Kelly from legally purchasing the military-style rifle and three other guns he acquired in the last four years. But that information was never entered by the Air Force into the federal database for background checks on gun purchasers, the service said. The Air Force has launched a review of how the service handled the criminal records of former Airman Devin Kelly following his 2012 domestic violence conviction, the Air Force said in a statement. Federal law prohibited him from buying or possessing firearms after this conviction. The statement said Heather Wilson, the Air Force Secretary, and General David Goldfein, the Air Force Chief of Staff, had ordered the Air Force Inspector General to work with the Pentagon's Inspector General to conduct a complete review of the Kelly case and relevant policies and procedures. The Air Force also said that it was looking into whether other convictions had been improperly left unreported. The service will also conduct a comprehensive review of Air Force databases to ensure records and other cases have been reported correctly, the statement said. New details of the killings also emerged on Monday, including a possible motive. Local law enforcement officials said Kelly may have been driven by anger toward his estranged wife's family, the final chapter in a life full of domestic rage. In addition to his court-martial, in which his previous wife was the victim, he had been investigated on a rape complaint, though he was not charged and his relationship to the victim was unclear. The mother of Kelly's most recent wife, Danielle, was the target of Kelly's rage on Sunday. The suspect's mother-in-law attended this church, Freeman Martin, a spokesman for the Texas Department of Public Safety, said during a news conference Monday. We know that he'd made threatening texts, and we can't go into detail into that domestic situation that's continuing to be vetted and thoroughly investigated. This was not racially motivated. It wasn't over religious beliefs. It was the domestic situation going on, Martin added. Kelly's wife and her parents were not at the church on Sunday, the authority said, but a relative of his wife's grandmother posted on Facebook that the grandmother was there and had been killed. 
Kelly, who was dressed in all black and wore a skull face mask, left the church, engaged in a gunfight with a bystander outside, and then led the bystander and another man in a car chase that ended with Kelly dead behind the wheel. He had shot himself, investigators said, though it was not yet clear whether that bullet had caused his death. Here's the second story on the front page. One minute they were praying, the next eight were dead. Reported from Sutherland Spring, Texas by the editors of the New York Times. One minute the Holcombs were a tight-knit family praying in the tiny church on 4th Street. The next, eight of them were gone. Brian and Carla Holcomb, a guest preacher and his wife, were dead. Their son, Mark Daniel Holcomb, gone. Their pregnant daughter-in-law, Crystal Holcomb, gone. And four of their grandchildren, Noah, Emily, Megan, and Greg, gone. Twenty-six people were killed when Devin Kelly opened fire on Sunday at the First Baptist Church in this small Texas town, including the child Crystal was carrying, officials said. According to the Wilson County Sheriff Joe Tackett, Jr., as many as half of the victims were children. And the gunman nearly wiped out the Holcomb family, leaving 86-year-old Joe Holcomb, Brian's father, to mourn the loss of the generations he had raised. We know where they are now, he said in an interview. All of our family members, they're all Christian, and it won't be long until we're with them. Even in a nation accustomed to attacks of larger and larger proportions, the scale of the Holcomb's loss was particularly brutal. The Holcombs lived in homes near one another on family land in the woods around Sutherland Springs. The younger generations lived in double-wide trailers and the grandparents in a modern log cabin. They weren't clandestine, said Terry Balf, a longtime friend of the family. Their gate was always open. On Saturday, Crystal...